This is Dennis Ramundi. I'm here with my co-host, Phil Goldberg. Our podcast, Spirit Matters, found at spiritmatterstalk.com. Our guest today on the show, Maurizio and Zaya Benazzo. They are the uh, they are filmmakers and founders of the Science and Non-Duality Conference, which is held every year and has become extremely popular. Many of our guests have attended or spoken at that conference, so we are very excited to have them on today, and we thank Zaya and Maurizio for taking the time to come on and speak with us today. Thank you, Denise. Thank you. Thank you, Philip. <laughs> Maurizio and Zaya, um, we like to begin by having our guests uh, talk about their own spiritual paths and uh, how they got started in their spiritual paths and what brought them to the work they do. So maybe you can take turns uh, bringing us uh, some of that. Yeah, I can start. Being Italian, I was brought deeply Catholic. But as, and as soon as I had, it, I had a chance, I started asking once too many questions. And I remember clearly at the age of about 11, when I started through the sign of the cross faster and faster, to see if God would have killed me until the and do the sign of the cross. I didn't do anything. I, I slept in terror all night, waiting for a lightning to strike and kill me. And I realized I was alive in the morning. And then I said, oh, my God, I'm free. And, but, but the spiritual search continued um, in, in many, I was involved in many paths. Any path I could find in Italy in the 70s. Uh, I was I was getting involved in it. The, the thirst for knowledge and understanding the question has always been a big part of my of my path. And I found myself basically in my early twenties to go back deeply into Catholicism, in Christianity. Not Catholicism, but in Christianity. And then in, in, when I start discovering all the world of India, the Advaita world, everything to shape in a different way. But I'll pass it to Zaya because then we can talk to to the when we met. Yeah, I grew up during communist times, so spirituality was something that you don't have direct access, was something that was not allowed. And we should I, mention uh, that that was where, in Bulgaria? In Bulgaria, yes. I grew up in Sofia in Bulgaria. So the church was forbidden. Anything religious was forbidden. Anything spiritual was forbidden. There were no spiritual books. Only if you get a copy from a friend to a friend, you know, you spread uh, by hand. And... Um, and if you get a book from Russia, you know, Balvatska, we will preciously be sharing it together. Uh, so, but I always had the questions. I always had, uh, I knew that there was something bigger to life. And I just, for a long time, I had no pointer because couldn't connect to any teacher or teachings. And then as the Iron Curtain started to lift up, some teachers began coming to Bulgaria and books were translated. Um, so my, um, really at the beginning of my spiritual path, I was very much into the shaman, shamanic path with Carlos mm -hmm. Castaneda. And that's what brought me actually to America and to United States. And I was studying with Castaneda for, for a while. Uh -huh. And then my spiritual path took a turn. And um, 
I am that. I am that completely changed my yeah. life and worldview. Yeah. Nisarkarata Maharaj. And, and that's, that's that's how we met. Really when when I, I was making movies on Advaita and on science, and Zaya also was making movies on science and on spirituality. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, when I met her, I, she didn't give me the, day, the time of the day when I tried to pick her up, quote unquote, at this workshop, <laughs> but I sli slipped my card in her hand, and three days later she called me and said, wow, your company is called Nettinetti, you make movies about Isargadatta. Mm. Yeah. And she said, well, I have this book in my, on my night table, I've been reading it for two years, but I don't have anybody to talk about it. And I said, well, we can talk. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to make a movie in India in the next few weeks on Isagarata. And she said, well, I'm a camera person. I'm a filmmaker. I said, whoa, hired. And wow. that's uh, one of probably one of our oh, how Interesting. Right um, the, the, the two things history. about that, if I can follow up, Dennis. Um, one, uh, please let us know, uh, let, let our audience know, in, for those who don't, uh, who Nisargadatta was and, and what uh, I Am That consists of. And also, uh, Maurizio, I met you the first time when you screened uh, your movie about the Kumamel, A Shortcut to Nirvana, about the 2001 Kumamela, which I happen to have been at. Um, so how did, uh, two questions then, explain I Am That and, and how did uh, that film enter into it? So I am in 2001 when I shot Shortcut to Nirvana, I went to India first time. I was terrified of India until then. I was traveling in Africa in the 70s. All my friends were going to India to wash on there. I, I couldn't go, put myself to go to India. But finally in 2001, India brought me and I ended up at the Kumbh Mela right away. Uh, and we started shooting this movie. That's my per was my purpose to go to India to shoot this movie. That became quite popular in 2004. And then, in then and there, I discovered Nizargadatta Maharaj. Nizargadatta Maharaj was a, a teacher, for lack of a better word. He that, was a biddy maker. Yeah, he was a biddy maker. It was yes, he was. Biddy bar cigarettes. We should. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In, Mumbai. in Mumbai, and uh, he, he never wanted to have disciple. He never wanted to have an ashram. He refused any of this uh, uh, business marketing guru thing. He didn't want to be called a guru in any way, shape, or form. He was pointing to the moon, and uh, if you understand his teaching, and to me, it absolutely blew my mind. Absolutely blew my mind. And in this book, I am that has been absolutely, I would say, the most fundamental foundation, the most foundation to my, to the, to the evolution of my understanding of my role as a, as a piece of the puzzle of the universe. Mm -hmm. Would you say, Sina? I would just add that actually when we went to film uh, the movie about Nisarkadatta, that's also what inspired Send, right. because one of his uh, translators told us, well, Nisakarata used to say, what I'm teaching is not a spiritual knowledge, it's science, it's a scientific mm -hmm. knowledge. One day, science will come and understand what I'm talking about. Yes. And he had a line like, you know, this sense of I, just fluids come together and the sense of I appears, which mm -hmm. now neuroscience actually can explain it very well. Uh, but uh, And he was not educated. He had a, uh, no background in science whatsoever. He just opened his home to strangers to come every night and he would just have a dialogues with them. 
Yeah, and those dialogues uh, became essentially the, the content of the book, I Am That. Right, right. Yes. Yes. Let, let me, uh, uh, if, if Zaya, uh, Maurizio, if I could ask, for many of our listeners are familiar with the expression non-duality. Uh, so, some are, and some have a sense of what that means. Some may be confused by it, and others may not have heard of it at all. So how, how do you define simply non-duality? And, and when you have a conference on science and duality, doesn't science uh, 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 assume duality? That there's a, 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 a subject and an object to observe, and uh, how do you blend the two? But let's start with a definition of a non-duality, especially for those people that are listening that might not be familiar with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big question. Well, the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In short, non-duality means not two, meaning there is no two substances. Everything we experience, everything we see, arises from the same source. It has the same essence, the same nature, call it consciousness, call it God, love, whatever language you want to use. It's one substance. So, so there's no separation no between, separation. yeah, because we are all made of the same cloth. Uh, yeah, so a, a gold ring and a gold necklace are made of gold. And if you go to the science, if you go lower, 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 in the smallest particle of the universe, you start to have this funny feeling that uh, there is, there is, no uh, there is no boundaries and there is no separation between, uh, there is energy, there is uh, the Planck scale, there is vibration, and that could be, and we are not saying it is, we are not saying that science is proving non-duality, that's a very important yeah. point, we are not saying that, we want to have intelligent conversation between non-dogmatic, curious people on what it means to be human today, and the lens of science is a beautiful lens, as much as the lens of uh, the, the spiritual meditative tradition. And it has uh, its own language and its own limitation, its own dogma. Both of them. Both science and spirituality. <laughs> so yeah. then we unravel the dogmas also in these two fields. Yeah. 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 So um, uh, you both are filmmakers, both were uh, on spiritual paths. What uh, was the impetus for starting the Science and Non-Duality uh, conferences, uh, which we can call SAND if for shortcut? And this, my related question is, uh, in addition to how and when uh, you started, what was the rationale for calling it Science and Non-Duality when... Uh, you could have used a more familiar term like science and spirituality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we like to make things complicated. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, the, that's the Italian in you. Yeah, yeah I had, we had to make it complicated. Spirituality is too easy. People will <laughs> so, so, no, for, as I was saying, coming back from this movie, immediately this sentence that one of the translators of Nizagarata told us, was ringing in our ear constantly, that one day scientists will come and understand all this. What I teach is not spirituality. And by the way, the movie that we, we made together is called... Uh, the Rays of the Absolute. Rays of the Absolute. And it's free on YouTube, everybody. What, what is it? The Rays, Rays of, the of the Absolute. It's on YouTube. It's free. 
It's a gorgeous little movie. It's, it was beautiful. Anyway, so coming back, we were talking with Zion, another friend, and we were saying, well, the guy said, well, with this movie, clearly you're not going nowhere. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's a, it was a hard uh, living yet to keep other jobs. And then I said, why don't you make a conference and put together science and spirituality based on this sentence? Mm. And the idea became sort of a, a, a sort of a little gamble that we said, okay, we'll do it, but in one condition that we do it to one year as of today. So because you know when you make a plan and you don't put a date, it can mm -hmm. get very fuzzy, right? So we said one year of today, we do the conference, or else forget about it. It's not going to happen. We're not going to do it. Then two days later, I called the only hotel in the area in the North San Francisco that could be possible to host such an event with five, a room with at least 500 seats. And I called them and I told them the date and they said, oh, it's funny, I just got a cancellation two hours yes. ago for that date. Hmm. And so we look at each other and say, okay, I guess we're on. And we start calling the few people we knew and said, hey, you want to come to this event? So-and-so in coming, so-and-so in coming, so-and-so is coming. And when they said yes, then we called the so-and-so and told them, you want to come to the event? So-and-so in coming, so-and-so in coming. <laughs> so they, uh, that's no doubt a skill you learned as a filmmaker. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there was the magic kicked in in a way that, uh, it was was and still is beyond belief. And again, I don't want to sound too Californian, but the magic in this in this operation, in this thing we are doing, since the moment I met this woman sitting next to me, has been outstanding and um, and so incredible. Yeah. So it's been a ride, and it constantly is a ride. So since started, now is eleven years we are doing it in Italy, in the U.S., and webinars, and yeah. Right. And why we didn't call it spirituality? Um, right. We were afraid to be associated with the New Age movement. Yeah. We wanted yeah. to be, to, yeah. So non-duality is really obscure, but kind of gave us a, a different angle. Yeah, um, our terror was to be identified with the too many crystal yeah. and purple dresses. But also, non-duality we see is the essence of every spiritual tradition, like mm -hmm. the mystics of every tradition. That's the ultimate teaching is non-duality. Yeah. So we wanted to point to that, to the mystical teachings, not to the religion, not to the dogma, not to be, to the belief system yeah. that sometimes spirituality is associated with. And, and you have a cool acronym with sand. Right. Yeah, completely. <laughs> completely by chance. I swear it was no intention. Zaya Maurizio, if I could ask, uh, who, who have been some of the most memorable speakers? I'm sure they were all, you've had, uh, and I've seen many of the lists of speakers, some really fantastic people that I'm familiar with, but are, there are uh, two or three that really stand out. You know, the beauty of Sandy is we have so many speakers, but the magic is what happens in the field, mm -hmm. in the collective. Like every speaker brings something unique, but what is palpable is the field. Yes. The, of open-heartedness, of love. Uh, that's what keeps bringing people back to Sand. The teachers yes. are beautiful, the scientists, but they're pointers. And it's then we get to taste that directly, somehow, magically yeah. happens. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. The, the bottom line is really, at the end of the day, 
Every event gets better and better for some reason, but mm. people are, is not the speaker who makes the event. I don't know how to say it. Oh, I mean, probably have also the speaker, mm. obviously, but the name science and duality is so obscure that cuts off a huge amount of potential people to come to the event. So the community is growing mostly of word of mouth and is a very, is a non-dogmatic, inquisitive, intelligent, mature, and not only of age maturity I'm talking about. There is intergenerational generation. Of and so the, the beauty of the event is not, the talks are outstanding, some of them, some of them are less. But again, it's the community that builds from when the event starts to when the event finish. I'm and be, I, I would add, uh, having been to uh, one, I think only one, and I spoke at one, um, it's like a lot, the best of conferences. Um, what you come away with is the, the conversations you have over meals and, and walks and the connections that you make. And it's a, it is a very uh, vibrant uh, setting for the, for the weekend. And I, I gather, from what I can tell, a lot of it continues uh, over the course of the year when you're not having a conference. Yeah, yes, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the, the event in Italy in July is six days in a castle, completely mm -hmm. isolated, half an hour from the next town in Umbria, for six days of conversation, meals, art, dance, experiential session. That's even the most intense. Only 250 people from all over the world in English. See, that's, uh -huh. that's uh, yeah, it's um, has been a beautiful journey. I must say, I cannot, I cannot count my blessing enough, basically. From this, so here's a, the question. You're now about to have your 11th annual conference uh, in the Bay Area, and I don't know how many uh, consecutive years in Italy. What has changed uh, in your awareness about the subject matter of science and, and the relationship of science and non-duality, and how have the conferences changed? Beautiful. Should I go for it? Yeah. And so at the beginning, we were very heady, very non-duality, uh, very advaita, uh, and the absolute. Uh, we were seeking, say, I would say, we were seeking enlightenment. enlightenment. There was a state to reach, there was an ultimate truth, there was a specific teachings that we were trying to uh, communicate and understand right. and share. Yeah. And, and in the, the yeah. yeah, in the evolution of it, the, the conversation and the community is getting more into the body. But mm. with deep understanding on the interconnectedness. So, in a way, I can say the non duality becomes a very important foundation that allows us to be human in the world, that allows us to, to understand our emotion, our sensation, and not necessarily to deny them. Yeah, if we can say at the beginning it was all about transcendence, now mm it's -hmm. really coming back to the body, embodiment, and um, living it, how do we live our greatest realization on the spiritual path moment to moment? So basically how we can be up God and at the same time being human mm -hmm. as the separate, right. yeah, with our pain, fault, with our pain, with our joy, with our little, little mind that drive us crazy every day, you know, how can we 
deal with our family, with growing families, with keeping a job, with politics, with ecology, at the same time, but never forget our essence of being the absolute. So with the foundation of we are as uh, consciousness itself, and also be able to operate in the world as humans. Yeah. Let me uh, just follow up on what you're saying there. So, so uh, what you're saying then is not unlike what other teachers or gurus would say, and that is that you're working on self-development, but at the same time in working at self-development, it's going to have a very profound influence on your social skills, and not only your social skills, but on uh, elevating sort of the, the collective consciousness. Is that how you see it, or would you, you see it from a totally different angle than that? Hmm. Where we are now is really the invitation is to become intimate with every aspect of being human. So nothing is rejected. Um, it's, and it's not an intellectual inquiry. It's like, really, what does it mean to become intimate with my own pain and with the pain of the world, which is not separate? Um, so we done this past year, uh, the event was called being human, the mystery of being human. So we had a lot of work around trauma and meeting trauma on the spiritual path. What is that? How does it look like? How often spirituality can cover some of our pains and try to, we try to transcend them. And what's the impact of that on daily life on our relationships of how we express ourselves mm -hmm. Beautiful. so we have done a lot of inquiry and work around that collectively mm -hmm. that's just one example it sounds like uh your own uh personal evolution and the uh, evolution of sand um parallels what i've observed over the last 10 or 15 years or so of people who are engaged in uh, non-dual or especially uh, Advaita teachings. There was a lot of negating of what we think of as worldly life, a lot of um, the, the, the notion that this is all illusion and it's not real. Um, and I'm not that... Body, I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not yeah. my mind, I'm not my body. Right, and, and so it sounds like you're, the very definition of non-duality has shifted a bit in the in the collective mind and in your minds. Is that correct? Yeah. I wouldn't say oh. that this is <laughs> the, no, the, the essence is the same. It's just yes, which is the same. The definition is the same. Is the implementation of is, what of the understanding? There is a maturity. Yeah. There is a maturity of understanding. For example. Mm, we're no longer pursuing enlightenment as a state, but more as an ever unfolding Process. life affair, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. never ends. Um, we're not seeking to arrive at the ultimate truth and hold that truth as now we have it. Yeah. We got it. So this emphasis on awakening as a kind of end state that was um, very, uh, uh, strongly emphasized at one point. Uh, where is where do people feel about that now? Well, awakening is like um, ever unfolding. Ah. So, please, we are all in a process of awakening. Every moment is 
is a journey towards yes. awakening. Mm-hmm. Um, there is not an end point. Like, okay, we are yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, have yeah. arrived now and life is like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tell us, Zaya Maurizio, tell us about the uh, uh, this year, the 2019 uh, Science and Non-Duality Conference. Where is it? Will there be a, a specific focus other than science and non-duality? And uh, are there uh, speakers that you want to mention that will be uh, attending or uh, participating mm-hmm. in that event? Well, this year, uh, the October event, we actually have four events. Mm-hmm. One is just coming up, and it's called uh, Compassionate Inquiry, and it looks into um, trauma on the spiritual path and spiritual bypassing. There will be a um, very interesting conversation between a trauma therapist and Ajashanti, a spiritual teacher, so I'm very excited that about super that. Exciting. In, uh, in May, we have an event called Radiant Intimacy, which we look into relationships on the spiritual path, how that looks like and how we, um, how we grow through relationships and relating mm-hmm. then we have the May, uh, the, the event, event in July and in October the event the title is uh, from quarks to love, love. Uh, <laughs> the relational field in which we are embedded or relationships on every, on every scale. scale so from quantum physics to human beings to galaxies to consciousness uh, to consciousness um, looking at those uh, at relationships, what it means, what yeah. it means to be relating relating, and how do we know ourselves through relating. Mm-hmm. So that will be kind of, the, it's a very broad spectrum lens, yeah. of lens. Yeah. Right. And, and, it's, and all, uh, it's all up on your website, scienceandnonduality.com, which we'll have correct. posted up along with your uh, interview. Correct. Phil? Yeah. And will these all be in the Bay Area, except the one in Italy? They will be, the three of them, the first two will be actually in, in a place in which we have been working with, uh, the Multiversity 1440, and the Multiversity between Santa Cruz and San Jose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, the, and the, I want to mention this Radiant Intimacy event, as I mentioned, it's another angle that we want to, we want to basically start, start a new, it's the second year, it's, doing, it's a beautiful event, and we want to bring the understanding of who we are from the body to the mind, instead of saying the started from the mind is going back to the body. So we want to explore, you know, spirituality, sensuality, relationship in a day-to-day life. So it's a beautiful event, Radiant Intimacy. is really fascinating, very experiential, with an ang- a strong angle of science and therapy, but but deeply rooted into the non-dual understanding. So, and yeah, October and October will be in San Jose at the Dolce Hayes Mansion, which is a beautiful uh, hotel yeah. mm-hmm. the San Jose area, yeah. And um, in, the, in the conferences, um, and the, the people who attend the conferences, the teachers, the other people who attend, um, what is the uh, current attitude, or how is the attitude evolved over the years 
uh, on the issue of method methods of spiritual practices and techniques, because there was a kind of disparaging attitude toward them in certain non-dual circles at one point. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we've relaxed a little bit about it. It's like, <laughs> again, there is no dogma. Like, if in certain t- point in our life we need some structure, it's okay to use a method or it's okay to use Absolutely. a specific meditation um, knowing that it's not about the method, but if we need it, it's, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. So w- what we see is a relaxation in the community. Yes, okay, sometimes we use yeah. a structure to inquire around something. And well, yeah, some people like chicken, some people like salmon, and some people like, uh, like cake. It doesn't mean that they are, you know, <laughs> at a certain time in life, we all need certain things. I mean, it's part of our growth, and there is no, again, if there's no point to arrive, there is no point to be also in the direction. I mean, we are all here now doing the best we can and, you know, trying to have the the best understanding we can possibly have. But even the absolute truth is such a concept that can be very, what's the word? Misunderstood. uh, Misunderstood, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and become dogmatic and therefore become... You know, oh, I'm not right because I, I didn't get it. Then you build a teaching and then a force and then yeah. we are back. And you're never good enough. So maybe at the end of the day, can be you can be manipulated, you know, pay me more if you're not enough. That, that's, yeah. uh, I, I think that's a very good advice for all of us, our listeners, and for, for me and for Phil. Uh, any uh, final points that you'd like to make and Phil, any final points you'd like to bring up? No, I'd like to hear uh, uh, more from Zaya and Maurizio about what they'd like to leave the audience with. I would invite you to come and enjoy <laughs> it and, and have a taste of it. And yeah. it's the, the yeah, scent is a very special yeah. emerging field, I would say, that we are always surprised what yeah. happens. Yeah. And and for us, we feel like every year is the last one. That's it. You know, oh, yeah, we've done 10 years. Okay. And, That's and, it. And every year when we walk out, we're saying like, wow, how do we stop? Like, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. This is moving through us and it's, it's yeah. something. Yeah. And I want to say that uh, some people, it's hard to put together events like this. It's extremely costly. We are a non-profit mm-hmm. organization. We survive out of the generosity of our supporters. And But I want to know that at SAND, we, have, we give away like 100 scholarships, oh. uh, reduced price. So it's something that we don't advertise very loud because uh, you can understand the reason why. But yeah. Uh, well, it's good that you mentioned it here, sure now everybody knows. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I'm serious. It's something we want people to know, but, you know, we cannot put it on the homepage. You can come in for nothing. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So so we, we always find a way to let people to be part of it. Uh, the main scope, we are not doing this for money. Honestly, I can guarantee you, I can come up with a hundred better ideas <laughs> for money. Uh, but uh, but it's something we cannot stop doing. We cannot very stop good. Doing. I, 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 very, I have to say it. The, go ahead. Yeah, go. For the audience, um, if you can't attend one of the SAM conferences, please do explore the uh, scienceandnonduality.com because there are a lot of wonderful uh, videos and uh, written uh, 
uh, articles and so forth that you can learn a lot from online. And um, I would also ask um, both of you uh, what you're working on as filmmakers. Ah, I was just thinking that. Well, we just released a beautiful short documentary called The Art of Life. The Art of Life, 38 minutes documentary about this beautiful human being living in an island in Hawaii. And it's a great the little Buddhist piece. And a mathematician. And he lived with a dolphin for five years. Oh it's my. A, it's really a great movie. Just got all five star reviews so far on Amazon Prime and, and on Vimeo on demand. So this is a, and we are working on, on a series that uh, the first, uh, on a TV series, TV, call it TV, a video series, the first episode uh, with Gabor Mate on trauma and addiction. And we want to explain, explain explore the unanswered question uh, that are shaping our society and they create our society the way it is. Yeah. So that's, that's the, the thing. And now that the event is is uh, is moving, we have a great team of people helping us. It, it's time for us to get more into the filmmaking, finally, our first love, to to express that. And uh, yeah, that's yeah, all. Yeah, I'll look forward to it. And I want to tell the audience: I know a lot of people in our audience are uh, connected in one way or another to India and its uh, spiritual legacy. And there's, at, as we're recording this, there's a Kuma Mela going on in Alhabai. And, and I know a lot of people want to go to these things and can't. Uh, so uh, Maurizio's film, Shortcut to Nirvana, uh, is the closest thing uh, to being there. And, and it, without the discomfort. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He took on all of that. We, we'll uh, have all of that posted up. And again, on the conference of science and non-duality, I have not attended. I've heard wonderful things about it. And I look forward to attending. And I encourage our listeners to look into it. Uh, go to the website scienceandnonduality.com. Read about it. And uh, you can contact uh, us directly if you have any questions. And uh, we'll get that information to you as well. Thank you so very much for taking the time to talk to us today. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, we'll see you in October at Sandbank. Yes. Okay. okay.